The eHealth Insights podcast is an exciting opportunity to learn about the key developments in digital health in Australia and internationally. Tune in to stay up to date with the latest eHealth Insights and news from the Telstra Health team. In this episode of the eHealth Insights podcast, Telstra Health's General Manager of Advisory Services, Elizabeth Wilmot, and Director of Financial Improvement Advisory for Advisory Services, Stephen Cole, discuss the important role that data can play in driving financial and operational improvement in the health and care sector, particularly when we consider the increasing pressures that are currently driving healthcare organisations. You'll hear the pair explore the growing significance of financial and operational performance in healthcare organisations and how data can support both on a day-to-day and long-term basis. Here we go. Liz and Stephen, how are you? Very well, thank you. I'm good, thank you. Good to have you on the show. Look, I'm really excited to dive into this topic around the operational financial side of things. But firstly, let's set the scene Introduce yourselves. Tell us who you are. Liz, who are you? What do you do? Hi, I'm Liz Wilmot. I'm the General Manager for Data Analytics and Advisory Services at Telstra Health. Amazing. And Stephen? I'm Stephen Cole. I'm the Director of Finance Improvement Advisory for Telstra Health. It's great to have you both here. Liz, I'm going to go to you firstly, because we hear a lot about the financial and operational pressures that hospitals are under at the moment across Australia. Talk to me about why Telstra Health is getting involved in the financial improvement space. What role does digital have to play here? Yeah, it's a really good question. Thank you. I think it's fair to say that managing financial and operational pressures in a hospital environment and healthcare environments more broadly is a long-standing challenge. So we know that every day there are decisions that are being made that are all about how do we balance financial and operational constraints with quality of care. So how do we make sure that we deliver services efficiently, but at the same time deliver really high quality outcomes for patients and a great patient experience? This is a longstanding challenge, but we also know that organizations across Australia and across the world had huge additional challenges posed to them as a result of the pandemic. So throughout the last two years, during COVID, those pressures have just been exacerbated. So We know that capacity was impacted, the workforce has been impacted, elective surgeries have been put on hold, patients have had to wait a long time. We know that those financial operational improvement, those financial and operational pressures are growing for organisations. When we think about what role does Telstra Health have to play, what does digital have to do with this? For us, the role that digital plays is all about the data. It's about how can we support organisations who've got these huge challenges to find solutions. One of the ways that we think that we can support that challenge is by helping organizations tap into the data that they have in their organization. Hospitals and other healthcare providers are typically swimming in data. They don't need more data, but what they need to do is actually find ways to access the data that's often sitting in disparate systems across the hospital. It can be difficult to access. It can be difficult to join up. And it can be difficult to pull together all the different sources of information and actually use that to drive decision-making in an organization. One of the things that Telstra Health we've been doing is thinking, what is the role of digital in helping tap into that data to present it in a way that supports organizations to make effective decisions? An example of this would be, 
when we look at capacity constraints across an organisation. We know that balancing the need for beds, balancing queues in the emergency department are issues that people face every day. But how do we actually use data that's sitting there to provide hospital managers and clinicians with a better view of what's actually happening in their organisation on a day-to-day basis? And more importantly, where there are opportunities to do things differently. So we really see our role here as using our data and analytics capabilities to bring that data to the people who need it and to support them to use it in a better way. And we've been drawing on a whole network of clinical and operational specialists to design ways to tap into that data that's meaningful for people on the front line. It's always the way, isn't it? There's, I mean, like you say, there's so much data that's available and it's not like it's new information per se, but when it's presented in a way that's then actionable or can communicate, it's that's an art in itself and it gives some new perspectives to make some decisions based on. Stephen, you've seen it firsthand as well. I'm keen to hear from you about what are some of those key pressures that are driving these healthcare organisations? I've spent a lot of time working in finance One of the key things is you're given, certainly in the public sector, you have a set revenue. This is your income, so you've got to manage to that budget through the year. Within that, you also have to drive a level of quality so that you're delivering quality to your patients for that. But also, you have targets that are set for activity as well, how much throughput you're actually doing. And that's reflected in a lot of different things because actually, 80% of your budget in the public sector typically is linked to the activity that you're actually providing and that. So it's a big portion that you actually have to meet. And that's also looking at balancing all of the other competing factors, wait lists, what your emergency department throughput is, all of those things. Uh, all of the extra burden associate that may be associated with COVID and other things all has to be balanced. And within that, you've got to stay in budget and provide quality care as well with that. There are probably those three things, budget, quality and activity, which are the major drivers that facilities are actually looking at nowadays. And with those three things, there's a lot of data gets generated, right? So that data has got to be really important in this space, right? Stephen, how could organisations be looking at this a little bit differently to do something different? Typically, they're collecting all of that information in a whole range of disparate systems. So you've got your hospital admission system, you've got your ED system, theatre, all of these different systems are all collecting information. But What you actually have is overarching sitting on that is a system which is collecting data from almost all of those, which is costing system, which is a significant investment, but most hospitals have actually spent time investing in to actually collect that data because it's a mandated hospital reporting activity for public hospitals. But also it's important even in the private sector because knowing how much things cost in a hospital environment, of course, is important because you then balance that against your revenue that's coming in. So you're looking at a measure of efficiency. Cost versus revenue is a key factor associated with that. And it's an underlying principle associated with activity-based management that 
provides insights into this. And the whole thing is that your costing system, you've invested in that precisely to have feeders from all these disparate systems so that it pulls that information together and then links it all together so that all of your information from these different systems is tied together into a coherent whole. That system allows sites to potentially visualize their activity across the entirety of the organization, across the entirety of the hospital. And then because it pulls in the dollars as well, you have cost and you also are able to equate revenue to that as well. So you're actually able to get that measure of efficiency across the whole of the hospital. Yeah, that's obviously really important. And that's the landscape, Liz. That's what hospitals dealing with on a day to day. They've got those disparate systems, the information that needs to be pulled together to get an understanding of those efficiencies, like where the opportunities are from the efficiencies. So is that where Telstra Health comes in and is playing? And like, how do you want to go about supporting financial and operational improvement in these kind of settings? When we look at what can Telstra Health do to help, we really see our role as twofold. The first part of the puzzle is essentially about providing a solution that helps organizations get to the data that they have in their organization quickly, easily, and to do that quicker than they've ever been able to do it before. And then the second is actually about providing specialist analytics and advisory services to actually maximize the value that they get out of the data and how they use that in their organizations. So if I just talk about those two things separately, so in terms of the actual solution, One of the things that we have done at Telstra Health is that about a year ago, we entered into an agreement with Power Health, which is a global leader in hospital billing and costing solutions. And we entered into an agreement to create a joint venture with them. This is a solution that actually supports costing practices and the allocation of funding at the departmental level to over 20 countries. And there's a huge, really rich source of data that's actually sitting in Power Health Solutions in many organizations in this country already. When we looked at that, we thought this is a huge opportunity because costing data essentially provides you with a real insight into what's happening in your organization. So under an activity-based funding model to actually do costing, you need to collect data on every part of the patient journey through the hospital. So when you look at that, not just from a costing perspective, but from a, an improvement perspective, what that does is give you a really granular level of insight into what is happening day to day at a patient level, at a subspecialty level, at a directorial level across an organization. So we saw a real opportunity to think about that huge, rich data source that's sitting there to find different ways of tapping into it. So what we've done is we've developed a solution called Power Analytics, which actually sits across that data and it enables you to visualize that data in lots of different ways. So what we've done is we've used kind of the collective knowledge of clinical and operational and financial improvement specialists from across healthcare to think through if we're sitting in those seats in a healthcare organization, if we're sitting as a member of the executive or a nurse unit manager or the head of a clinical department in a hospital, what do we actually want to see? What do I want to know that's going to help me managed by clinical practice, my department, my hospital better. We have found a way of effectively providing a solution to that in a dashboard form that makes accessing data really quick, really easy, and really intuitive. So people can actually look at the system and very quickly get to insights 
what we want to do is help organizations move away from those days of having highly skilled data analysts actually spending days and days and days collating spreadsheets, collating sources of information. We know there's some really fantastic skills that get used as much as they could because people are trying to pull together data sources. Let's cut that bit of the process out and actually get people focused on actually doing the real analysis and get, getting to some of the solutions that might help organizations. What we want to do is step in with a solution that helps that and then also provide access to the analytics and the clinical financial and operational specialists to support organizations as they work through. What does that data tell us? Where do we think we have opportunities to improve? And what do we actually do to make that happen? Ultimately, it has to be about driving an outcome. So using data to drive higher quality of care, reduce reductions in cost, even down to the level of looking at quality and safety metrics, we want to be able to support people there so that specialists in organizations can focus on what they do best. I think bringing together both that clarity piece around the visibility of the data, but also tying it in with the expertise as well, that's sure to give the best chance to ultimately drive outcomes, as you say. So it's going to be really important working with those teams. But Stephen, those teams, thinking about the different stakeholders within health space, does that mean you're engaging with finance teams and providing finance teams with data and analytics solutions? Yeah, we're engaging with finance and CFOs in particular, showing them a somewhat different perspective, perhaps. So instead of just the traditional finance view, expanding that out so that it includes other areas such as the quality aspect that's associated with that as well. But it means you've got to actually look at a larger perspective on the organisation because operational decisions are made every day within the organisation and you've got to be providing information to all of the levels within the organisation that are making those decisions. And this has been one of the things that has been an issue is that when you're looking at some of the people that are making those decisions, such as clinical directors, nurse unit managers, some of those key people in the organization, they haven't always had all that information to actually say, this is what our activity actually is. This is how much it's actually costing and potentially these are some of the quality indicators that are associated with that. So, in, for instance, if we were to look at hospital-acquired complications, for instance, one of the things, it's known that delivering poor quality care takes extends a patient's length of stay in the hospital and that just takes longer to treat them. That drives up your cost associated with that patient, doesn't drive up your revenue, and Nowadays, there are actually penalties in the revenue model for actually having those poor quality effects on the patient care. Not only does it cost you more, you don't get any extra money. In fact, you're actually penalised for that. And it's important for clinicians to be able to see that. And the advantage that you have is that in a system like power analytics, you're actually able to drill down on that and actually see the individual patient so that it has relevance for the clinicians as well. When they see an issue, they can actually see which patients were affected by that and be able to relate that to what they're actually doing for those particular patients. 
And Liz, we focused a bit on the finance teams about how it then links to those outcomes to other parts of the hospital too. Do you think it's important that clinicians and other staff are involved in the financial and operational performance of a hospital and how's data going to support them in their day-to-day roles? Yeah, I think it's absolutely critical actually that clinical staff and other groups in a hospital environment or a healthcare provider environment are involved in discussions around financial and operational performance. The scale of the challenges that are faced by healthcare providers can't be solved in the finance department alone. Absolutely, you need the engagement across the organization and you need to be involved in groups from across the organization in looking at the source of the problem, the different ways of addressing some of those problems. And what we actually find is if we think about clinical staff in particular, we know that they are actually very data-driven individuals, but often we don't give them a lot of data in terms of organizational performance. And if we do actually give them some insights into what is happening in the organization and we ask them to make changes, we don't also necessarily always then follow up with the information that shows what difference they've made by doing something differently. What we typically see is that clinical staff and a range of different groups across an organization actually really want to know how they're making a difference in the organization. So providing a a way to share information with them that's really easy to access, intuitive to use, and actually focused on outcomes is a great way of getting them engaged in the conversation around hospital performance. We also know that if you want to engage a broad range of staff from across a hospital, for example, we also need to make it personal to them. So we need to think about what drives their motivations when they're at work each day. And we know that what you find in healthcare is people are motivated by making a difference to patients. They want to deliver the best possible service, whether they be a frontline staff member or a support staff member. They want to drive better outcomes for patients. They want patients to have a great experience. So if we can join together the data in terms of what's happening with the motivations of staff and what they want to know about, we can get a lot more engagement around how we tackle some of these really big issues. And what that might look like, for example, is moving away from conversations that might just be driven by, we need to reduce cost by X percent, or we need to reduce waiting times by Y, and actually getting to a bigger discussion around why those things are important and what we might do as an organization if we can fix some of those challenges. So it might be, for example, we want to reduce costs by 5% over here, and we know that the clinical staff have been telling us that we need an extra emergency theatre session, for example. If we want to be able to fund an extra emergency theatre session, how do we look at what we're doing in other areas to free up cost to enable us to focus on doing those things that we need to make an improvement to? So it's actually about having a two-way debate around what the organisation needs to achieve, what that means for all the different staff day-to-day, but really importantly, using data to drive that conversation so that we know we're focusing in on the right areas and that we can actually demonstrate to people over time that they really are making a difference and that when they go out of their way to change the way potentially they've been delivering services, it does make a difference. It makes a difference to the patient, it makes a difference to the workforce, and it makes a difference to the organisation. So it's about having those richer conversations and getting people really engaged. One of the other things that we also see is benchmarking is really important. Typically, clinicians in particular like to compare themselves to others. They like to know how they're tracking compared to other peers. And so that's another thing that we'll look with the data is how you can do meaningful benchmarking. 
So you can give people an insight into how they are actually going against other similar organizations, similar specialties, because that often spurs action as well. So it's about creating that conversation and getting people's involvement. It's always a way, isn't it? You can measure something. How do you know if it's good or not? And you can have your own internal measures, but to see how that's tracking against in a clinical setting too, that's impactful, I think. And see making use of that data. And so say we've got organizations that are looking to make their next step into looking at the data and making some financial improvements. Have you got any tips or advice for those organizations? Stephen, I might go to you firstly. Thank you. What organizations need to remember is that they're collecting all this data. They are collating it into a tool. Now, everyone's talking about building data repositories and putting BI tools in over the top of that. What you have to remember is that, in effect, you've actually got that information already loaded into your costing system, already cleaned up. You don't have to do that somewhere else. So you've already got a very high-quality data repository that you can actually leverage. And this is one of the things that the Power Analytics actually then puts a pre-built BI environment over the top of that with targeted information for the different levels within the hospital so that your clinicians have relevant information for them so that the executive has relevant information presented for it and all that benchmarking data focusing in on the financials, the activity, the quality, all of that is available. It's a matter of leveraging that to actually inform the decisions that you make in terms of managing your hospital health service. It's a difficult environment nowadays, so you need to be able to leverage every source of quality information that you have at your that's available to you, and it strikes me that that's one of the highest quality sources of information that you can get that provides a picture across all your patient encounters, both outpatient, inpatient, emergency, community as well, potentially. I got it. No, that's really valuable. Liz, what about you? I think I'd pose a question essentially, which is my advice would be for organizations to reflect on how they're using data at the moment. So are they, do they have the data that they need access to? Are they using that data to drive decision-making in their organization and to drive those conversations around cost, capacity, and quality. And if organizations feel that they are not using that data as effectively they could, and they'd like to talk to someone about how they might do that differently, then we'd love to have a conversation with them. And we'd also love to connect them up with other organizations who are also having those conversations as well. So that would be my suggestion. Love it. Looks at There's been some great actionable insights and relevance, obviously not just to finance teams, but to all the different teams and people in a healthcare space on how to really use data to drive decisions and make an impact. Definitely worth keeping the conversation going. Liz, Stephen, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. To learn more about Telstra Health, visit telstrahealth.com. Tune into the eHealth Insights podcast to stay up to date with the latest eHealth insights and news from the Telstra Health team.